بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد يعني first and foremost before our main reminder we just يعني we would like to يعني remind our brothers and sisters that indeed a third of Ramadan has passed in the first 10 days of Ramadan and he have gone and indeed if we think about it it's gone fast and it's gone fast we can remember when we started Ramadan now 10 days and over 10 days 11 days have passed and whosoever has put a lot of effort and utilizing a person's time effectively in actions of worship, in righteous deeds, during these 10 days, and then the advice is continue. Continue to put the effort. Continue to put the effort throughout and the remainder of the month of Ramadan so that you can end Ramadan upon the best state possible. And whosoever has neglected these 10 days, whosoever has been lazy, Whosoever has been heedless, whosoever can do more, then it is upon you to know that Ramadan has not ended yet. Ramadan has not ended yet. So therefore, you still have time to rectify and to put that sincere effort to use all of your time and effectively for the worship and the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For indeed, and the actions are by their ending. Actions are by their ending. So if you rectify that laziness, if you rectify that heedlessness throughout the remainder of Ramadan, then inshallah you'll be forgiven for that which has passed. And tonight's reminder, we take and some points and regarding one of the works of Sheikh Salim Uthaymeen, Rahimullahu Hani Ta'ala. And he the Sheikh discusses the verse in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions that the uh, that fasting has been made compulsory. And that fasting has been prescribed upon this ummah. So the Shaykh says, Qawlullahi ta'ala Ya ayuhal ladheena amanu kutiba alaykum al-siyam kama kutiba ala ladheena min qablikum la'allakum tattaqoon Allah says in this verse, O you who believe, indeed fasting has been made compulsory upon you as it was made compulsory upon those who came before you. لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ So that you may gain any taqwa. So you may increase yourself in taqwa. The Shaykh says, the part of the verse where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا Allah starts with, يَا أَيُّهَا الْ and Ya Ayyuha. This 
and it is a nida. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala begins this verse with a nida. A nida is a call to bring your attention to focus. A call which indicates that there is something important that is going to be mentioned here. So pay any attention. This is the anida fa'ida of this verse beginning with ya ayyuha anida ya ya unida which means pay attention be alert be alert there is a call here for you to be alert which catches your attention because there is something which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants you to pay since uh, a serious attention to It indicates the importance of that which will be mentioned and the after it. Then Allah mentions after saying, Oh, you who believe. Allah mentions, You who believe. So those who have Iman. Those who have an Iman. The Sheikh says, Here, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is addressing the believers, addressing the believers with their attribute of Iman. Here the benefit is that this indicates that whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to mention here, that if you do it, then that is from the things that necessitate Iman. From the things that is part of your Iman. So whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to mention here is something which you would need to do because you believe in Him. It is something which you are going to need to abide by because and you believe in Him. He addresses you with that attribute of an Iman. And if you don't act upon and abide by what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to mention after this, then that is a deficiency in your Iman. That is a deficiency in your Iman. The Sheikh says, the Sheikh that uh, the, the Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then mentions Kutiba Alaikumusiyam. Fasting has been made compulsory and upon you. Meaning fasting the month of Ramadan has been made compulsory. And the meaning Farada, the Sheikh says, it is compulsory. It is an obligation. Kama kutiba min So what has been made what is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanding you to do? Allah catches your attention with Ya, calls you by your attribute of Iman so that you do what He has asked you to do. And He commands you and informs you that fasting has been made and the compulsory upon you. Then Allah mentions, Kama kutiba ala ladina min qablikum. As it was made compulsory upon those who came before you. The Sheikh says, Allah has prescribed and made compulsory fasting upon this Ummah as 
fasting was made and a compulsory upon the previous nations. Above and upon and the previous and the nations. لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ And he says, لِأَجْلِ التَّقْوَى Why has, was fasting made compulsory? Why is fasting made compulsory upon this ummah? And why was it made compulsory upon all of the previous nations? The Sheikh mentions, لِأَجْلِ التَّقْوَى For the reason and for the objective of cultivating taqwa in our hearts. Taqwa, and within us. So the Sheikh says, the benefits and the ahkam that we learn from this verse, okay, from this verse itself. First one is wujub as-siyam. We learn from it that fasting is an obligation because Allah mentions kutiba alaykum as-siyam. Fasting has been made an obligation upon you. And we know the Sheikh says, and the, and the status and the position of the fasting of the month of Ramadan in the religion is that it is one of the pillars of Al-Islam. One of the five pillars which our religion is built upon. The second benefit from this verse, Ahmiyatul Siyam, the importance of fasting. The importance of fasting. That it is an action of worship. And how important? What shows that it is important? The Sheikh is explaining that it is an action of worship which nations cannot be rectified except by it. That it is an action of worship that nations cannot be rectified except by it. And he meaning fasting is one of the causes of rectification. Fasting is one of the causes of rectification in the nations. The Sheikh takes this benefit out, extracts it from the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, كَمَا كُتِبَ عَلَى الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ As it was made compulsory upon those who came before you. Meaning, what the Sheikh is explaining, is that since fasting was made compulsory upon the previous nations, the previous nations who were upon this earth that shows the importance of it in the rectification of people, shows its importance in the rectification of those communities and those nations that have passed away. The Sheikh then mentions that the mention here that it was made compulsory upon those who came and before the previous nations, this does not mean that the way we fast is the exact same way that those previous nations fasted. Okay, it does not indicate, does not mean that the previous nations, that they fasted exactly the way and we fasted, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prescribed upon them to fast the exact and the same way as we do. The Sheikh mentions it could be that the, way, uh, the, uh, the time in which they fasted was different. And it could be that the length of the period of time that they were commanded to fast, and it was different. It was different. The third benefit that the Sheikh extracts from this verse is Tasliya Hadil Ummah. Tasliya Hadil Ummah, which means 
that in it, there is something that removes a concern from the heart of the people. It gives ease to the hearts of people, okay, to the hearts of this ummah. There is something in it that distracts the heart and gives it ease. And this the Sheikh mentions, it says, because fasting, if you mention Ali fasting, then in it, you understand that there is some difficulty. Fasting, to refrain from food and drink and marital relations, from Fajr to Maghrib, then you will understand in this that there is an element of difficulty. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala removes this concern and brings ease, brings ease by mentioning that fasting was made compulsory upon those and who came before us. So this indicates when a person reads that fasting is being made compulsory okay, upon us, he gets that this element of difficulty in their heads. There is mashaqqa, there is difficulty in this. But then when Allah mentions that he prescribed fasting and made fasting compulsory upon the previous nations, then that person gets ease. Gets ease. Because if it was prescribed in the previous nations, it is something that is doable. It is something that we've not been, it's not a difficulty that we, we only us have been given. But it is something that all of the previous nations have shared. All of the previous nations have done. So therefore, it brings that ease, and it too, and it the hearts. And that difficulty, and it goes. That difficulty, can I focus on the difficulty of fasting that is removed and the person is given an ease. The Sheikh says that this is well known. That when somebody does something with another person, they find more uh, ease in it. If the person was to do something by himself, that there's difficulty, he thinks about that difficulty and focuses on that difficulty. But when he does it with somebody else, two people, etc., more people are involved in it, he gets ease. Yes, he gets ease. Because uh, others as well are participating in this and others as well are uh, going through that difficulty. So it's not only and for that person alone. Number four, the fourth benefit that the Sheikh mentions and extracts from this verse. Fadilatu al ummah. The virtue of this nation. The virtue of this ummah. The virtue of the Ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What is the virtue of this nation that is mentioned here? The Sheikh says, due to the fact that this nation has been given a virtue that the previous nations were given. This nation has been given a favor as all of the previous nations were given. And what is that uh, any favor? This righteous action of worship, which is any fasting. The righteous action of fasting. So all of the previous nations were given this virtue, were given this great action that is beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So therefore they earned any reward, inshallah, from it. And it's something that raised their ranks before Allah. And this ummah 
has been given, has been prescribed this action of worship as well. So therefore, this ummah has been given this virtue. So this ummah is a virtuous ummah, as it's been given the virtues of the previous nations. And regarding this great deed, this great righteous deed. Number five, the fifth benefit that the Sheikh extracts from this verse, and al-siyam sababun taqwa that fasting is a means to attain taqwa, because Allah Azza wa Jal says, that you may cultivate and gain any taqwa. So fasting is one of the greatest of the means, one of the great means to attain any taqwa, to cultivate any taqwa in any ourselves. The Sheikh says, if a person, if the effect of fasting, meaning taqwa, is not apparent upon a person, then know that your fasting is deficient or that your fasting was deficient. If and if this element of and taqwa, this uh, athar, this effect of taqwa is not shown on you, it's not apparent and in you, in the way you are, in the way you're dealing with the people, etc., etc. If it is not shown, it is not apparent on you, then know that your fasting was deficient. Your fasting was deficient. There were a lot of things lacking and from your fasting. Because the Prophet said, whosoever does not leave off evil speech and evil actions and transgression, then Allah has no need for that person to leave off and to refrain from their food and their, and their drink. So the Sheikh says, So the benefit of fasting and the wisdom behind fasting is the taqwa of the fasting person for Allah. The taqwa of the fasting person, taqwa that he attains and he cultivates for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So therefore that person does not speak of any evil, he does not act with anything that is evil. And if someone were to approach him whilst he is fasting and insults him and wants to fight him, he should say, Inni sa'im. Indeed I am fasting. So that effect and the, of fasting there, and it is apparent upon that person. He's been affected positively by the fasting. Whereby his dealings when he's fasting, yeah, he's calmer, has more patience. Has more, and the patience, for example. The sixth uh, benefit from this verse that the Sheikh extracts is Ithbatul Hikma fi Sharailla. The affirmation of the wisdom in what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has legislated. He says because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not legislate anything except that there is great wisdom in it. Except that there is great wisdom in it. Even if we know it or we don't know it. Even if we are aware of that wisdom, it's been mentioned to us. Or even if that wisdom 
was not mentioned only to us, then know that in every single thing that Allah has legislated for us to do, there is great wisdom and great benefit in it. And this is from the favor of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon us. When we know the wisdom behind something, we understand the perfectness and the greatness of Allah Azza wa Jal. And we understand the completeness of his religion. And knowing the wisdom behind an action or in an action of worship, it increases our iman, increases our iman regarding the action and brings ease and tranquility to the hearts. But the Sheikh says, but if we are ignorant of the wisdom in a certain action of worship, if we are not aware of it, then what is upon us is to submit, to do it and to submit and know for sure that there is a great wisdom behind it and that there are many benefits in it. The seventh benefit that the Sheikh extracts from this verse is that fasting is essential for our Iman. Okay, fasting is one of the necessities, one of the things that are a requisite of our Iman. And in meaning our Iman calls us to fast, to do that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us and to do. Because Allah in this verse addressed us with this attribute of Iman. Allah addressed us with the attribute of Iman. So therefore we know that our Iman calls us to fast, to call us to do that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us and to do. And we end with this and the benefit.